Welcome to the podcast, TV with, with my mom. mom. The podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. <laughs> Good you know, morning, Mom. I think the secret to me copying you and getting it right is to look you deep in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of weirded me out. I had to look away. Sorry. <laughs> no, I liked it. Um, maybe, it's early. Maybe you prime my memory banks. Ah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Staring it into my eyes, primes your memory banks. Okay. You're going to have to look real hard into my eyes while we talk about this show, because I feel like you're not going to remember much about it. Jack shit. Um, anyway, how's your day going so far? It's bright and early on a Sunday morning? It is. It feels early. I feel tired. Um, hmm. But, you know, here I am, ready and raring to go. Did you play um, that game last night? <laughs> no. Um, so, we're playing today. Which is why I have to go and be there oh. for breakfast time. Do you have a cape? <laughs> no, I don't wear a cape. <laughs> you should. We're playing a very nerdy game, my friends and I, that is... Oh my god, it's definitely the nerdiest thing I've ever done. Are you like a dragon keeper? No. What is your? What are you in the game? <laughs> tell me. I don't want to talk Please, about just tell me one little tidbit. <laughs> what are you in the game? Oh god. Just a quick snip. It's... I'm a... The character I am is called a Cragheart. <laughs> oh, you're just going to laugh at me. No, I'm not. I love Craghearts. <laughs> you don't know what they are. I'm guessing a Cragheart is a keeper of dragons. No. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm made out of rocks, and I control the earth element. Nice. That's it. That's all I do. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. All right, fine. It's very nerdy, but we love it. It's like that, um, that other game. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yeah, it's a little like that. I, the only other game I could think of was Paper, Rocks, and Scissors. <laughs> you were digging into your memory banks for a game, and the only one you could think of <laughs> was Paper, Rocks, and Scissors. Who the fuck says it's Paper, Rocks, and Scissors? No what one goes it? Paper, Rock, Scissors. What shoot. is it? Rock, Paper, Scissors. Shoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to the seriousness would, of television. Would you like to do a I, new song? Oh, I didn't ask how you're doing. How are you doing? <laughs> wow, what a weird reversal that was. <laughs> Maybe it was the looking deep in my eyes. Maybe. Movie. Mind shifted. How's your day? You seem much more awake than I do right now. Um, I've been up for a while. Changed my bed, did my laundry. You're also like more than halfway through your coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. I don't have any coffee. I, don't, I have tea. No, that's all right. Okay. Um, so, yes, we're both fine. We're both kind of, you're tired. I'm not. That was just a quick recap of our morning. <laughs> all right. Go for the theme song. Um, it's going to be a fanfare. Oh, let's hear it. TV news. Uh, for this segment of TV news, do you know anything? Me? <laughs> there was more to the sentence. Okay. Do you know anything? <laughs> yes, you. About Cowboy Bebop. Um, do you want me to take a guess on what it is? <laughs> <laughs> is it a... Um, a little boy that was dressed up in a cowboy suit singing in Walmart? Um, no. Okay. That's cute, though. <laughs> Did you ever see that video? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cowboy Bebop first debuted in 1997 and ran for only 26 episodes, but the series remained a huge part of anime ever since. Interesting. Uh, the story follows a group of bounty hunters that go after some of their futuristic world's most wanted criminals. It's a cartoon? It's a cartoon. It's anime. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Animated. It... Uh, <laughs> yeah, animated. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I'm not going to explain what anime is to you right That's now. That's <laughs> okay, I don't mind. <laughs> um, anyway, Netflix is making a live-action version of Cowboy Bebop, and it's going to star John Cho. Do you know who John Cho is? John Snow? Cho. Cho. John Cho. <laughs> 
Sorry, my head is like full of Game of Thrones. I know. John Cho. Cho. He's from Star Trek. Yes. The I just remake saw. Star Trek. Um, cool. Yeah. Is he going to be the cowboy? I believe, well, I don't know anything about the anime. I just know it was popular. I, oh. He's, the spaceship is called Bebop. So oh. I don't think that, I don't know. Maybe they're all cowboys. I don't know. Whatever. I anyway, it's a live action show coming to Netflix. People are excited about it. Hmm. But also, you know, apprehensive because it's a fan favorite kind of thing. Right. Other bit of TV news. Full House is Lori Laughlin expected to do prison time over a college scandal. Oh, my God. And Felicity Huffman? Uh, It doesn't say that. Um, Do you think she's actually going to go to prison? Lori Laughlin? Yeah. May serve jail time over her involvement in the massive college admissions bribery scandal. The former Full House star and her husband, fashion designer, Mossimo Gini Giannulli, reportedly paid half a million dollars to get their kids into USC. It's not going to happen. Um, You've heard no, it here no, first. No, Aunt Becky is not going to prison. According to a new report from Deadline, the actors are more than likely looking at a penalty of somewhere around six months to just under two years behind bars. Really? The actress and others who are in on the scam are being charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services fraud with a potential maximum sentence of five years. Their time behind bars, as well as probation and fines, however, will be based on their cooperation in the ongoing litigation. Mm. Um, and she lost her job on Fuller House. Yeah, I know. I saw that. You don't think she'll serve any prison time? No. I bet you she does like... Community service. A month and then time served, community service kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I, mean, I bet you they'll want to make a, somewhat of an example. Um, like people will be like, you know, rioting in the streets. The proletariat. What? You know, Marxism. Up in the arms. I don't even know what that means. Whatever. I'm just um, saying. People I are don't pissed. think it's going to happen. I'm pissed. I think it's just going to go... They're going to slap her, their hands. They're going to pay a huge fine. Yeah. And they're going to have to, like, pick up trash in L.A. Park. Well, yeah, L.A. Park. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, the thing that was interesting is I, I don't remember what I was listening to. Both of those things came from Screen Rant. Um, anyway, uh, I, I don't remember what I was listening to, but somebody was saying in this podcast that, like, yes, that's a crime to have paid, you know, half a million dollars to get your kid into college by bribing right. people. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the meritocracy of college to begin with is, like predominantly benefiting wealthy people so like you know if you went to a college you're more likely to be able to get your kids into that college just because of like like what a weird thing yeah I'm legacy still, students i'm still stuck on meritocracy oh move on move past it move past it it's too early in the morning my point is is like yes that's a crime bribing people but there's like a general culture of like wealthy white people having the privilege yeah. to get their kids into college and like that's the thing that needs to be and addressed. it's easy for their kids to get into college even if they're done sending Lori laughlin to jail for a month is not going to like Change solve it. that problem no. no they have to overhaul the whole damn thing yes and now make it so expensive that you're like in debt for the rest of your freaking life yeah well at least until you're 40 free college <clears throat> Vote free health care free for college bernie. vote for bernie vote for bernie anyway or you know Vote for whichever Democratic candidate makes it through the system, and like, let's not Ugh. tear each other's arms off. Get about Mr. This. Fruitcake out of there. Oh but anyway, God. let's Ugh. not get into Ugh. political rants. What are we going to talk about on the podcast today, Mom? Today we're going to talk about a lovely show that's on TV. <laughs> Speaking of political rants, this this might be a little bit of a political conversation. Go ahead. This one would be. Well, let's tell them what we're talking about. We're going to talk about the shrill. The show shrill. We're going to talk about shrill. The show shrill on Hulu. On Hulu. I knew that. I was going to say HBO. Um, can I do just like a quick, this is the synopsis of what this show is? Yes. Mom and I both watched it. I watched the whole thing. And it was a pretty easy watch. It was like six episodes. They're each a half an hour. 
Yeah. So this is the synopsis of what, uh, of Shrill. Annie is a full-figured woman who wants to change her life, but not her body. She is trying to start her career while juggling bad boyfriends, a sick parent, and a perfectionist boss. Um, so that's the kind of quick summary. It's about a, it's a show about a woman. Uh, it's played by A.D. Bryant. Addy? A.D.? I say 80. Yeah, I think 80. 80 Bryant from, um, SNL. from SNL. And she's a writer for like an online news magazine. Mm-hmm. And she starts to kind of realize that she is... She doesn't fit the mold. Well, she realizes that she's been like culturally oppressed because of her body. Right. And starts to take ownership of herself and, you know, stand up for herself. Right. And what happens on the show. So... Number one, why is it called Shrill? Well, okay. It's based on a book. Oh. It's a memoir from a woman whose name is Lindy West. Okay. So she wrote this book called Shrill, Notes from a Loud Woman. Um, Oh, okay. And because, like, that's a description for what people will often say women are. They're so so shrill. Like, they don't like listening to them because their voice is so shrill. Which is just a way of saying, I don't want to listen to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, so, yeah, so she wrote this memoir, and then they've made it into a TV show. Okay, because I was, like, curious on what that meant. What's the other question? Uh, no, no other question. I just was going to say that I was watching her mother on the show for the longest time, trying to figure out who she was. Oh. It's Julia Sweeney. She's from SNL, too. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh. From... I can't remember the character she played on SNL, but she was on SNL, and so was, um, oh no, he wasn't, but Daniel Stern, I didn't realize that was Daniel Stern. Yeah, the dad on the the show is Daniel Stern from Home Alone. Yeah, that makes sense, because I think the producer, uh, Elizabeth, yeah, Lauren Michaels is one of the producers. Okay. So Lauren Michaels, the executive producer of SNL, is also one of the producers of this show, and so is Elizabeth Banks. Okay, I didn't realize Elizabeth Banks was there too, but anywho. So what did you think of the show? I enjoyed the show. There's a lot of uh, instances where I feel her pain. It's very relatable. It's very relatable. I love her roommate. Yeah. Who is just... uh, Played by Lolly Adifope. I'm I'm not pronouncing anyone's names very well, but Lolly Adifope. um, Yeah. Or maybe Adifope. Adifope. Well, she's British. Hang on. Lolly, quick button about you. My name isn't really Lolly. It's a Lolly Day. A Lolly Day? Yeah. I say Jolly, say Holiday. Yeah. This is not what I want. I was going to say, how do you say it? Apparently, it's not said anywhere. Anyway. Anyway, I like her as an actress. Uh, I like her character. She tells it like it is. Yeah. And I think when, I don't remember what 80s name is. Annie. Annie. When Annie gets into these situations and she's just like the her best friend is like you shouldn't do that. It's just like she tells it like like it is. Don't do that. But then Annie does it anyway. So that whole I get anxious when people do stupid stuff. I know. And you know they're doing stupid stuff. Yeah, that's why you had to stop watching Outlander. (laughs) I couldn't watch Outlander anymore because of that. But um, this one kind of made me a little nervous at times. Yeah, I mean so... She's got this relationship with this guy who treats her so shitty. Horrible. And you just want to punch him in the throat. And like, (laughs) you know, when she goes 
when he stands her up for that party and she goes Ugh. to his house and he's having like a pencil war with a bunch of drunk like people that are way younger oh my than God. him. It just makes um, me mental. I mean, like, good Lord. And she's like, you know what? That's it. I'm done with you. And I was like, yes, thank you. Finally. Be done. Move on. But she wasn't. No. She fucking takes him right back oh. when it, her dog gets sick. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and so the thing that's, I was like, this is enough. I'm so sick of this. And so then at the end, when she goes to the, the online poster's house... Yes. And there's that moment where he invites her inside. Yeah. I really thought she was going to say yes. Me too. Because she's keeps, she keeps going back to the other guy who treats bad her like situations. shit. Maybe bad she'll situations. be like, oh, this guy treats me like shit online, but maybe I'm going to give him a chance. Yeah. I'm like, do not give this fucker a chance. Isn't he from SNL too? Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't. She doesn't. Thank, thank God. God. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank God. And so then I was like trying to... Because... I feel like a show needs to do the work of helping us understand what the character is doing. So, like, I needed to be able to understand why Annie was continuing to go back to this guy to be able to continue to like the show. Because otherwise I was like, like Outlander, I can't keep watching this. She keeps making stupid decisions and I don't understand why. It's horrendous. And so the scene of when she has her boyfriend come to watch her dog Mm -hmm. while while she's out... I was like, they needed to do the work of making me try to like this guy. Yeah. And that's, I think, what they were trying to do in that episode. I think so. I don't know if I like him still. No, I don't. But, like, <laughs> but like, I think they were trying to make us like him. Yeah. He's just stupid. Oh, my God. But, well, and then I laughed out loud when she goes to, she calls him and asks for a ride. And he's like, I can't because I don't have my mom's car. And yeah. I'm, he's playing ultimate frisbee in a field. Not golf. ultimate frisbee. Frisbee golf. Yeah. Disc golf. Whatever the whatever fuck it's it called. I was like, oh, my God, you are so stupid. You are such a waste of time. I mean, it's almost like he doesn't, he's almost like the geek that stays in his house all day long. I mean, he does. He does podcast for Alcatraz. Alcatraz. (laughs) And what the hell does he know about Alcatraz? But anyway, um, I mean, he just seems like he's a college student living with a bunch of his buddies just being stupid all day long. Yeah, she could do so much better. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know that she could. Yeah, I don't think she realizes that she can. But when she sees that lady, like when she was in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and I've had this experience before too, where the trainer's like, "Oh, you need to come to the to my oh my god to my class, and I'll, you know you'll feel so much better." And that happened to me at the gym. Really? At the, yeah, at the when I was swimming, there's like a aerobics swim class, and this one lady, uh, I had just finished. I felt good about myself. And she's like, "What is? Well, you should stay for aerobics." And I was like, "Uh, I don't know." And I'm always, I'm already self conscious enough being in this pool, yeah. so and I felt good. And she's like, "Just stay and you know see what it's like." So I'm like, "All right." And I just kind of got slowly dressed and kind of watched them for the first five minutes. But then I felt obvious, like she's watching me leaving i didn't go back i I didn't go to that class she was like so over the top one of those gym people that it's like go 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 you know what i mean and then the one i ended up going to was just she's totally mellow so i would go back to that one but i understand that the scene mom's talking about is that like annie is like making fun of a flyer she thinks it's hilarious and it is hilarious it's like Mm -hmm. this woman like kickboxing away junk food and um so she takes a picture of it and then the woman's like, oh, you would totally benefit from coming to my oh, class. Yeah. And, like, basically harasses her in the coffee shop. Like, she says something like, people. there's a skinny person inside of you who just wants to get out. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, God, die. 
<laughs> yeah, go eat a bagel. <laughs> go go <Or> die. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the show is super relatable. I, I don't know if it's relatable for everyone, but it's definitely relatable for women who have struggled with body issues. Right. I mean, it's some of the things, I don't know, some of the things, like the pool scene. Yeah. I understand that. I understand how she didn't want to take off her clothes, and then when she finally did, she felt free. Uh-huh. But all the shots of all the pe- women in the pool and dancing and whatever, I thought was a little over the top. A little too much. Because you were like... Why? Yeah, let's talk I about mean, why. Well, I mean, I get it. Yeah. It was a... I forget what the party was called. It was like a big babes pool party or yeah. something. It was like a bunch of women who are... Yeah, a bunch of fat women. Yeah. Because I think that's the terminology that, you know, people prefer to use. Yeah. I mean, I don't use it about myself because it makes me anxious. But like, <laughs> yeah, like, but like yes, uh, a bunch of women who wouldn't normally, you know, culturally you would see being happy at a pool party. Right. They right. were like t- super loving life, enjoying themselves. Yeah. And they were like, you know, bikini clad. Yes. And some of the, I mean, some of the shots, the like the panoramic shots that yeah. they took, uh-huh. I think that's what it's called, of all the women dancing and showing their parts and their bits and their whatever was okay. But then I almost felt like it was like an SNL you thought like it was almost like it was making fun of it. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I, that's how I felt, but maybe that's because that's how I feel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. I, I mean, I think the show does kind of force you to think about why you are uncomfortable in certain situations. Right. Like, the point of that scene, I think, is to make you go, oh, yeah, this is a little hard. It's a little uncomfortable. I, I'm, I'm, like, nervous for them. You know, like, I'm uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. And I think, like it's important to try to like figure out why why am i uncomfortable you know and it, and it is it's like a it's a culturally uh systemic thing about uh, about feeling like if you have a certain body you shouldn't be yeah. showing it right you know right. and so i think i think that's what's so interesting about the show is that it really makes it points out not only that other people give her shit but she also gives herself shit she, yeah and she has and to learn how to like stop giving herself shit well hello oh my god light bulb Tell me about it. <laughs> it's a good show. It's, it is it's a good worth show. watching. There's, there's funny parts. There's uh, parts where you really have to like, like you said, you really have to think about, you know, why am I uncomfortable? I mean, I knew with Outlander, I just knew. But, um, this, <laughs> this is a different thing. It's a totally different yeah. thing. But this one, um, it does make, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. it was, uh, it was a good show. I liked uh, whoever I just said that was in it, her mother. Yeah. Her mother was, it was kind of funny that she goes unexpectedly to her, unexpectedly to her parents' house. Her mother and her are kind of like on a diet together. Her mother and Uh, her are at odds because her mom has spent a lot of her life telling her, encouraging her to be healthy. I'm putting in quotes, um, to go on diets, to exercise more, to do all of that stuff. So they're doing some sort of food plan where they're both eating the same foods and it's basically eating cardboard, Yeah, but it's was funny to me that she walks in unexpectedly at her mom's house and her mom's lying on the floor listening to whatever music it was and there's a bag of Ruffles potato chips on her chest and she's just mounting down on the chips and I'm like okay well what doesn't I mean it well I think she had and that was after uh, Annie's article had been published because so she writes this article about the swim party and like how it made her feel and and you know, her critiquing her own feelings about that. Right. And she talks about how her mom has made her feel like her body isn't... Um, 
healthy a valuable body yeah you know and so her mom is like floored by that literally she's like stuck to the floor yeah yeah <laughs> and then the show i felt like the show ended kind of abruptly i can't remember how it ended well her mom <laughs> leaves a note and is gone oh that's like decides right. that she's going on her own like little vacation right and then annie uh finally tracks down the person who's been harassing her online right and, and there's that moment him. where i'm like she's gonna fucking go into this guy's yeah. house and let him because he starts to apologize a little bit and then she doesn't she ends up throwing a flower pot through his car right she does she beats up on his Spoiler. car um but that's how it ended does she quit her job yeah she quits yeah. her job quits her job um oh and her best buddy at work oh my god i love him oh i know who's he played by i don't know i'm looking but, it up um um he is adorable Oh, Ian Owens, uh, Amadi is uh, the name of the friend. He's very funny. Um, So what's interesting is that, so this is, like I said, it's a memoir that this woman, uh, Lindy West, wrote. She talks about how she didn't track down the person in person when this person was harassing her. She replied to the person and wrote about them in the article, and then the person contacted her and apologized. Oh, And so, like, I guess that's probably less interesting to show on TV, you know? Yeah. And so... They changed it for the show. and the, I, But I feel like that aspect of going to f- track down this guy by finding his IP address and then, Ugh. like, approaching his house at lone at night and talking to him when this person's, like, giving her death threats online. Yeah, made me like, nervous. That just wouldn't happen. You know? No. I mean, that's just... Um, it would be... That'd be stupid. Yeah. That's what... Yeah. That part made me anxious a little bit. Yeah. So, in the actual real story, the person apologized online, and which is just such a different thing. Huh. Well, I mean, and she was getting horrible, yeah, horrible yeah. Comment, comments about her article. And so what she said was, this person contacted her and apologized, and reading about fat, what she says in Shrill is reading about fat people, particularly fat women, accepting and loving themselves as they were, infuriated him in ways he couldn't articulate at the time, this guy. Huh. But yeah, it was done all online and not in person, which makes a difference, I think. Uh-huh. Quit trying to hold my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, do you want to hear what Rotten Tomatoes says about the show? I'm going to say Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97. Ooh, you're close. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> gave them a 91%. I'm so close. And an audience score of 80%. So there's... Mm-hmm. You know, as expected, people who are, like, not into this show. Um, but what it says is sharp social commentary. That was hard for me to read. Sharp sharp, sharp social commentary, commentary. And a star-making performance from A.D. Bryant helped Shrill overcome its familiar comedic sensibilities to create a show that proves self-acceptance isn't one-size-fits-all. And there wasn't any, like, weird, like, roly-poly antics. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like fat person comedy. Like yeah. Like the brunt of jokes kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. like you see that in, I mean, like I didn't watch Bridesmaids, but there was parts in it where I think, what's her name? Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> thank you. I had to picture it in my head. I think I bonded with your eyeballs there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she does a lot of that. Yeah. There's like, you know. In that, in that movie in particular, and I don't know about other ones, but, like, just sort of, like, physical comedy. But, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't want to say that she can't have that kind of comedy. Yeah. like, but, yes, it does feel like it's a lot of body humor. Right. Not B-A-W-D-Y, but B-O-D-Y. Body. Like, your actual body. Yeah. And um, I just don't, I don't care for that. Yeah. That was not what this show relied on. 
No, and it, which I was glad about because I just don't. Yeah, it, I probably would have been turned off. If you know it what got me? <laughs> what got you, Rachel? It also deals with some tough issues around um, women's reproductive freedom and abortion. And mm. anyway, she she's sleeping with this guy and she doesn't want to tell him to use a condom because she's doesn't want him to stop wanting to be with her. Right, um, which is terrible. And right. um, she's been taking the Plan B after pill. Oh, the God, morning after yes. pill. Yeah. And then becomes pregnant because nobody told her that the morning after pill does not work for women above 170 pounds. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Well, I didn't either. Like, I don't I've think never... that that's... They, they, that pill gets advertised all the time. And it's, like, talked about all the time. Yeah. And I've never heard anyone say that. So I'm just, like, repeating it here. So if there's anybody listening to this podcast, <laughs> they also know that there's don't... a weight limitation on that pill. Read the packaging. Because, good Lord... I know. I mean, Jesus, that's like, that's a little scary. Yeah. Fuckers. Goddamn motherfucking Make it for patriarchy. Everybody. Make it for everybody. <laughs> Not just for the skinnies. Anyway, what are you going to give the show, Mom? What would you rate it? I'll give it a thumbs up. A couple thumbs, two, maybe two thumbs. Um, Excited for a second season? Nah, maybe. I'd like to know what you know her next steps are they were kind of complicating her character a little bit too she's not totally lovable and likable right you know in there her like s- discovering her herself she's becoming a little too self-ish yes i mean she's forgetting her friends and stuff yeah and her family and, yeah so it's kind of i do i i probably will watch it just to see where they take it next um but it's gonna be a fine line yeah you know yeah don't i mean just because you had good successful first season mm. Don't fall back on the norm, like the norm. Yeah, the the what did what did Rotten Tomatoes say? The uh, don't fall back on the familiar comedic sensibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they said that. Yeah, I just read it to you. Oh, that's where I heard it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> watch it. Do you have a word of wisdom for us this week, Mom? Um, I do have a word of wisdom, but I don't remember if I've talked about. Um, Oh, Christ. I forgot what I thought I was going to say. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Don't look into my eyes. No. Hold on. I just need a reminder here. (laughs) Have I talked about passion? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Like, in what sense? Like, taking someone to go bowling or what? (laughs) (laughs) No. Like, your personal passion. Okay. What are you passionate about? Go for it. I think, well, see, I was talking to... A viewer in Boston. Oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> and um, this viewer, I said, you know, I need a word of wisdom for today. And she said, if you don't like your job, look for a new one, which uh, is fine. It's kind of harsh, you know, I mean, but it's true. Well, it's true. It's true with everyone. But I think, you know, and I'm kind of stuck in my, I'm old, so I'm kind of stuck where I am. <laughs> You're not that old. Well, I'm not that old, but it's too late to look for a different passion. I don't even know what was my passion to begin with. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, off the track. Find your passion, even if it's a side passion. Yeah. Or if it's your main passion. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody needs to, like, you know, don't waste time on it. Don't, uh, you know. Don't continue to do something that doesn't make you happy. Yeah. I hear you. Find your inner happy. Yeah. Find your passion. What is my passion? Today is National Beer Day. (laughs) The train of thought that goes on in mom's head. I have no idea how she got there, but it's International Beer Day, National Beer Day. 
I don't know. It's one of those beer days. Have a beer. Have a beer. Sit back. Think about your passion. Contemplate your passion. Um, I have to go do some R&D today. Research and development. Yep. For Beerings. Beerings. Oh. One of our main sponsors. I see what happened. Side passion. Jewelry making. It's International Beer Day. Mom makes earrings out of beer cans, so... Hello. I get you. I see what happened It was a shameless plug. It's hard to know what's going on in your head, but I got there. It's a shameless plug. Yeah, check out Beerings. Craft beers for your ears. Craft beers for your ears. Anyway, what are we going to talk about next week? Any idea? Oh, you wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. Oh, God help me. Game of Thrones is starting, coming back soon. It starts in a week. We know a lot of people don't watch it. Maybe we'll talk, I think a lot of people do watch it. A lot of people watch it. We'll talk about that in our next episode. Talk about the season premiere. Um, Yes. I'll give you a short recap of seven seasons. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, it'll be quick. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You won't even have to watch the stuff beforehand. All right, guys. We will talk to you in a couple weeks. Have a lovely day. Stay dry. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast TV with my mom. You can follow us on Instagram, Instagram at TV, TV with my mom at TV with my mom and on, and on Twitter, Facebook, on Twitter at TV, at TV with, with mom. mom and on Facebook. You can find us there too. Yes. You, you can, can also rate review and subscribe, subscribe to us wherever, wherever you get your podcast. podcast. This is not going to work. We need okay, to stop. Fine, sorry. And you can also send us an email at TV with my mom. Gmail.com. Who is our listener of the week, mom? Our listener. Viewer of the week. Our viewer of the week is a lovely young lady with the initials K. H. <laughs> it's Kirsten. Kirsten. Thanks for listening, Kirsten. Thanks for listening. Thanks for liking our post on Twitter. Yes. Who, Who do we, we want to thank? thank? We want to thank John Dodson for his music, and we want to thank Diane Sullivan Thorson for her artwork, as always. Thank you, guys. Keep the date open, July 20th, for the celebration uh, of life of Mr. Matt Thorson. Matt Thorson. Red Square. Red Square, Nectars, details to follow. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.